part of this as parents with kids that potentially may have more um, deeper issues on the mental health side is, is observing. Is this just a situational thing where, you know, they're depressed because. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. I like it. Yes. This is like a, classify this like an action music. movie it's kind of oh, like it's, it's kind of like music. action surf movie mm-hmm. music i think like i don't know break. let's go point point break, break. yes Amy, there <laughs> you go well hey everybody welcome to back to another episode of our on purpose parent podcast as usual except i've missed a few episodes yes, but as usual i'm kurt hi kurt here's grace i'm grace we'll get to our wonderful guest amy in a few moments and off to my left grace's right Yes, who is it? We who have do people an think unfamiliar is here? face. <laughs> it is not it, producer Chris. It is mm. not producer Chris. We're praying for producer Chris. Yes. Producer Chris's praying. wife is going through a health, a scary health moment. Right. And we're praying for that. Um, trusting that all is going to be good. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. So far, so yeah. good. As yeah. it can be. But in the Lou. infamous in lieu of uh-huh. producer Chris, we've got, I guess we'll just call him producer James. Yeah, we yeah. have to. James Browning, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> now, Where's your own applause? You're not going to press yeah, that button. Gonna, you know, Chris, the growing crowd. Chris would have applauded for himself 18 <laughs> yeah. times by yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm light on the soundboard. Just oh, so you're yeah. a little bit light, yeah. a little light on the fingers, a little yeah. bit light. Okay. Yeah. We, we we actually appreciate that more than you understand. So, so you're not going to press the button that turns no. our voice into a robot no, during the episode? Not, wow. Okay. It's probably All not right. going to happen the entire episode. Hey, wow. I appreciate that. So here's what I'm getting. Here's here's a James vibe I'm getting. Yeah. James just wants to survive <laughs> the, the next this episode. time with us. Without Dot those eyes and cross those J- James, not... James, is he's a, he's a temporary producer for us for yes. a few episodes. Yes. But James is James is a pastor at our church. Mm-hmm. He's an IT slash web slash podcast guru. Mm. He's also has a you have your masters of divinity too, right? Yes. So he's a he's like multifaceted, yes. multi-talented yes. producer today. He's equally gifted <laughs> in theology and technology. Oh, Hey, that is good. Did you prepare that? No, Did you just say that no, off the top of your head? Good job, Kurt. <laughs> nice flow. So anyway, <laughs> let's get into it. Today we're kicking mm-hmm. off a three-episode series yes. that I don't even know. what, what What's the title? The title is Parenting Through Mental Health Challenges. It's a big one. It's a big one. It's a really big one. And can lend itself to being a little bit heavy. Mm-hmm. Um but really important. So important. And you yeah. know what I was thinking about is earlier as I was driving into into the offices, I was thinking like when I was a kid mm. and really even when we were raising our kids, we didn't talk much about right. this subject. I mean, everybody knew, everybody knew that there are people with some mental health challenges and things, anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, uh, the whole maybe game, more right? severe ADHD, OCD, some mm-hmm. of the things. Right. But, you didn't talk about it that much unless it was really severe. And it felt like you only talked about it if you were forced to talk about it. Well, we can't, we can't hide it anymore. So we might as well talk about it. Right. Um, and I'm really thankful that we live in an age now where as a society and as a church, the capital C church, mm-hmm. as a group of Christians, the body of Christ, we're just willing to talk about a lot of things more openly and honestly and mental health and especially how it affects 
children and mm-hmm. teenagers, adolescents, probably more. We'll talk about it, but adolescents probably more even than than younger kids. Um, it just feels like wow, we've entered into this area where we're just healthier mm-hmm. as a church. We're becoming more aware, yes, and maybe less stigma. Yes, I mean that's I think what was so difficult in the past is if you are a parent parenting a child with mental illness, you probably, and even now too, it could exist, probably feel so alone because of all of the stigma that existed. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe misunderstandings yep. of what the, what it actually is. Yep. yep. And yeah. that's why we are so thrilled to have Amy Kendall with Yay. us today. Yay. Applause We're right now. Yeah. Okay. 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 There you go. We did it. Uh, James, James, James is very Producer light. James. James. Wait, wait. I, There it is. There it is. is. (laughs) But um, Amy Kendall is no stranger to people at our church, but a whole bunch of people that listen to this podcast don't go to our church. Mm -hmm. Um, Amy is one of the pastors on our, what we call our next generation, our next gen team. Um, And she helps us figure out all things, pastoral care, Mm. disabilities, and mental health. Um, Amy, what's your official title? I am the next gen disability and mental health pastor. There you there go. There you go. That's that's amazing. I, I refer to her as sort of like our specialized ministries mm-hmm. pastor. She's like the utility the, pastor. The utility pastor. <laughs> yeah. The the jack of all trades. Um, right. If we, if we have a situation in a youth group or a kids ministry or a family in our church that we're going, oh boy, mm. what do we do? Like what? Usually, Amy's who we call. How can we support How this family? We support it's this a family. little bit something I'm not used to, yep. right? Yeah, but That's you're great. an expert-ish. I mean, none of us are total experts, right? But you're an expert-ish in the world of mental health mm-hmm. and, and adolescent mental health and childhood mental health, which we'll talk a little bit about maybe some of those differences. Right. But you serve such a vital role in our ministry, and you have so much. You, we've learned so much by having you on our team that we're just super excited to have you join yeah. us for three episodes. Yeah, amazing. And here's a little disclaimer. Some parents right now are going... Uh, this, I'm going to check out. I'll mm. skip, I'll skip the next three episodes. That's not me. Um, I would just encourage you not to do that. Mm. You, you probably have friends who somebody in their family is, is, is struggling or fighting through this. They're figuring it out and you'll want to maybe learn some things mm-hmm. that will help you be a better friend and a better source of support and encouragement to, to those families. Yeah, great point. <clears throat> um, or, you know, you'll, you'll, you know, somebody, in your neighborhood mm. or whatever the case may be. Um, so it's, it's one of those episodes or one of those topics where it's easy to say, okay, that's not me. Right. And it's not like a super fun topic. Mm. So if I'm not dealing with it and it's no fun, why would I listen? Right. Well, because we want to, we want to put extra tools in our tool belt as human beings and as, as Jesus followers, because we never know who the Lord's going to bring into our path. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. Amy, thanks for joining us. Tell, yes. I, I, we shared a little, tell us a little bit about yourself. And then we, we've got <laughs> basically our format for the next three episodes is we've just got three questions per episode yep. that we're going to, we're going to ask and you're going to go to town. Awesome. And we don't, we probably don't have a whole lot to add because we're not experts. We're here to absorb. <laughs> I have limited experience. Yeah. We're here to absorb and be a sponge and learn right. along with everybody else. I imagine you have lots of input. It'll be great. I think everyone does, but, um, so yeah, my name is Amy Kendall. I've been on staff here for almost over 16 years now. Wow. Um, my um, bachelor's is in ministry, but my master's is in marriage, family, and child counseling, mm. which is now called MFT. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. now it's marriage, family, therapy. And so um, it's my, my background, but I also have 
the the pleasure of having a son who has some mental health challenges. Um, he just disclaimer, he is totally okay with me talking about it. Um, he he I ask all the time, like, are you okay? And he's like, Yeah, not a problem. So did he at least get anything out of the deal? Like um, mom, you know, <laughs> if if you if you'll upgrade my iPhone, then you can talk about it. On Every the mention, he, I he get five dollars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got, I got, I got to coach that guy up a little bit. I, I think I'm thinking that it came away from you. Um, but yeah, so um, my son has um, um, pretty significant ADHD and he also has Tourette's mm. and then he also has an anxiety disorder. He has obsessive compulsive disorder and he has sensory processing disorder. Mm. Wow. So um, he is my hero. I yeah. say it all the time. He is my hero. He does it with such dignity and grace and um, it, he, like I'm a better uh, pastor and better mm. minister because of my son. Right. How old is he? He is going to be 20 in 10 days. Wow. So he's almost, yeah, he's probably about half and he's 20. Yeah. So yeah. So, so a whole time I've been doing this, I've been, he, you know, so he's kind of who I learned from, Mm -hmm. um, as well as, you know, book smart and life smart, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And when when you learn something new, you read something new. You, you say, hey, let me try a new... <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty... He's, he's pretty... A, yeah. a new tactic, a new tool, a new... But what a great resource because with him being 20, I mean, you've been through yes. every stage. We have parent listeners who have kids who are, you know, newborns to kindergarten, right. elementary age, to middle school, to high school. Yeah. And really excited to hear your experience you know, that you've learned from all of these different stages. Yeah. It's been great to be able to learn, but at the same time, like I said, um, I wouldn't say he's a guinea pig by any way, should reform, but to be able to talk through him, you know, talk with him about different things and mm-hmm. learn and him being, you know, truthful about like, Nope, that's not how it is. Or right. Nope, it's this way. And he's really, luckily he's really open and we have a good relationship. And so we're able to talk often about the things. And it's, I mean, I wouldn't say it's been easy at all, yep. all, but I have to say, um, we are better people because mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome. great. Amazing. Well, with your permission, we're just going to jump in. We've got three questions yeah. and I'm going to make, I'm just going to read word for word the questions. Um, so that I get them right and so that we give you the most, like the, the best shot at answering kind of what was on our mind. Here, here's question number one for you, Amy, is um, how can parents, how can parents differentiate between typical developmental behavior and potential signs of mental health issues in their children, right? Because there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that about raising kids, especially as they enter adolescence, <laughs> that you're like, my son has issues, my right. daughter has, and there is a certain amount of anxiety that's mm-hmm. natural there's a certain level of depression or depressing you know teenagers go through highs and lows it's part of as they're going through puberty there's a lot of angst so so how would you help a parent differentiate between hey this is the normal stuff and this is maybe some stuff that you should pay attention to because it could be a sign towards something maybe a little bit more serious mm. i think like you said th- there's a big difference between being anxious and having a generalized anxiety disorder there's a big difference between being depressed and having depression. Mm-hmm. And so there's a, you have to look at some of those things. And and it is, it's difficult having teenagers. And it, anybody who has a teenager, um, they're the moodiest people mm-hmm. we've ever met. Right. And so you definitely, especially if you're maybe a first-time parent and you've never had a teenager, maybe you're the first one and your friends who have all of a sudden have this, and you're like, what is mm. going on? You know, Satan, re- we rebuke you because I mean, <laughs> things are going on. And so I think the thing to remember is um, for 
in general with mental health, especially when we look at diagnoses, we look at the DSM, which is um, kind of like our Bible or book, and it has all the diagnoses. What does DSM stand for? It stands for Diagnostic Statistical Manual, and okay. it basically it has all the diagnoses. So if you were a therapist or a psychologist or psychiatrist, it has all the codable diagnoses in there. Mm. And so... Um, and for most of those diagnoses, a lot of it has to do with duration. So mm. if you have a child who is really sad because their boyfriend broke up with them, and then a few days later, they keep going like that, then yeah, they're, mm. they are depressed. Versus if you have a child who goes maybe through a friend, you know, is upset at them or, or a boyfriend breaks up or a girlfriend breaks up or whatever it is. And it, it goes into weeks of not being able to get out of the bed, mm. th you know, then it's more mm. looking at depression. And so a lot of it has to do with duration. Um, and it's, it's not something that comes and goes and comes and goes quickly um, because typically for anxiety, it's something that's, you know, extremely overwhelming or whatever the diagnosis, you know, um, you know, if you have a child, my son, my son has um, OCD, and so he's a hand washer, mm -hmm. um, much better now. But he used to be a big time hand washer, and so in the winter, his hands were like mm. cracked, dry, right. and so it we had to look at like, okay, like, are you not liking your hands dirty, or is this something where you feel like something's on your hands? Mm. And so just really looking at what are the characteristics of it, and is it something that for a lot of us, when we feel anxious, we can usually sit down and talk through it like that. If you truly have an anxiety disorder, it takes a while. And the other thing is also looking at some of our diagnoses need meds. Mm. Um, you know, here at Saddleback, we are not anti-meds, um, but it has to be for your family. And, you know, it's case by case, whether you feel like it, where if you're just depressed, medication is not going to make it like make it disappear. But if right. you have depression, it's going to be something that with, you know, mm. with work from either a psychiatrist yep. or, a, you know, MD doctor. So mm. if there's a parent listening and they're going, okay, I hear that. And I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Like, I, is there, a, is there a public place? Is it, where, where would you say, where, where would you push people to get some deeper insight to help them figure out, Hey, is this just, to, is to this just typical distinguish, yeah. anxiety? They're anxious about this, or maybe they have some anxiety diagnosis. Where would they go to get that help? I think if they get to the point where they're like, okay, I'm I'm concerned, and I'm starting to see this be a pattern. Or, I mean, like I said, I think when they get parents get to the point where this is becoming something they see often, mm -hmm. then they I think they would say like, okay, I think we need to do something about this. Mm -hmm. And so first and foremost, we'd recommend you reach out to some type of counseling. Um, I think that's always the best because you could Google till you're blue in the face and you're going to go down rabbit trails right. and you're going to all of a sudden be self-diagnosing. Yeah. One of the things I learned when I was getting my master's degree is they told us never to self-diagnose mm. nor diagnose your family. And I think that's typical. We want to like look up all the things and say, oh my gosh, it's this and this and this. Mm. And we can always kind of make things a little gray. And so I think if people are really like, if a parent is seriously like, okay, this is affecting our family dynamics mm -hmm. and there's more going on. I think the best thing to do is to reach out. Um, you know, Saddleback has a great um, list of, of therapists that mm -hmm. we recommend, spe one specifically for teenagers, even one specifically for children, yep. that we could say, hey, these are people that we vetted and we see and we really would recommend. And then that's mm -hmm. that's for people who go to our, our church. But if somebody's listening who goes to Idaho, they live in Idaho or wherever, True. just would you suggest starting at a find one of the larger churches in your community that probably have more resources that 
can point you to some Christian counselors and some initial help? Would you just go to your your general practitioner and say, hey, who, what, what do you suggest? I, I wouldn't, I mean, you could talk to your general practitioner. I mean, I, I think some of them are good at mental health and some of them are not. It mm-hmm. just depends. Um, I think going to a church, another great way is to look at NAMI, which is um, the National Organization of Mental of Mental Health. And so looking at NAMI, they are, have their nationwide, and so they can give you some good gotcha. therapists. Um, you know, I think as much as all of us would love to see a Christian counselor, and that'd be great, there are some secular counselors when it comes to mental health that are fabulous, and right. they really incorporate people's faith as well. Sure. Yeah, right. great. Awesome. So, thank you. Yeah, um, thank you for that. It sounds like, I mean, one of the things we've talked about in past episodes, not about mental health, but just about parenting, was just being observant of our children and noticing the patterns. And it sounds like what you're saying, too, is part of this as parents with kids that potentially may have more um, deeper issues on the mental health side is, is observing. Is this a situational thing where, you know, they're depressed because something happened and it's a short-term thing, or is there that pattern happening? And if so, that you can advocate for your child yeah. and go and, and get the resources. Yeah. So yeah. that's helpful. And not all mental health is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, like my son has sensory processing disorder and it's, you know, it's on, it's on the scheme of mental health. And so there's different things with that. And so for him, it's just learning how to like do things differently. So it's not always like it's when I say it's you're affecting your family, it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to always be that your family's in crisis. Sometimes it's just like, okay, I see things that are maybe a little different than typical development. Right. That's great. That's an excellent point. That's super helpful. Thank you for that. Um, Okay. So I have the second question, which is what are some effective strategies for initiating conversations about mental health with children in a way that they can understand? You know, I think the biggest thing I always tell people is to ask questions and ask open-ended questions. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I think it's really easy for us to go in with our scheme of what we think it Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, well, I had a friend who was like this, or I saw this, or whatever. Um, The one thing I think has been the greatest blessing, especially with my son, is I ask questions. Mm. So how are you feeling? You know, how did that make you feel? Um, You know, when this happens you know, what's going on? What are your thoughts about that? And so I think sometimes is just to get them to talk. And when you talk, we always say here at Saddleback, we always say, you know, you can freak out on the inside, not on the outside. Mm -hmm. And so when, if they say something that is like, that blows your mind and you're thinking, oh goodness gracious, I wasn't ready for that, is to be able to say, wow, that must be really difficult. Mm. You know, how do you, how do you deal with that? And so talking about that and just especially, I think when you let your kid know that you're willing to sit down and have those conversations, they already know that you want to be there for them versus like, oh, wow, that's difficult. Okay, well, I'm going to call somebody and find out help. But but it's really just have that conversation. Some of the best things I've ever done is just spend time with my son and just really, um, you know, hear his story. And even with the people that I serve here at Saddleback, is just being able to ask questions and learn more. Mm. And I think for a lot of kids who truly are struggling with mental health, they want to be heard mm. because I think so often they've been afraid to be heard because of the stigma that is around yeah. mental health. And it's getting better. Right. I have to say, I'm so thankful that we have people who are in the public eye that are willing to speak out on mental health now. But I think they want to be able to share their story. Mm. And when they share it, it makes it a little more real Mm -hmm. and a little more easy to move on and um, get the help if needed 
or be able to willing to share it with others so um, they can get better. So that's great. If I'm hearing you right, it's almost like every other issue Mm. or challenge Mm -hmm. with our kids Mm -hmm. is the best strategy to initiating these conversations is practice communicating with your kids about all the things, right? If you have Mm -hmm. open lines of communication with your kids so that if you're seeing, um, in my mind, when you were talking about the earlier question, I I, I put frequency and duration, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like how often is this happening and for how long? Like, yeah. you know, often for a long time could be a, could be an issue, that, right? Maybe that's a flag. Um, but so that when you do decide to bring it up or ask an open-ended question, it's just part of how you live your life as a parent. We talk about everything in our family. Right. We talk about, of course, my mom's asking me about this because she asked me about all kinds of stuff. If we're not talking to our kids about day-to-day life, and then all of a sudden we've got this deep question, a, a, a personal question about something we've noticed in their behavior, how they're handling depression or whatnot. <clears throat> that's like, oh, that's a, that's really deep out of the nowhere, out of nowhere. My family never talks about that. And it might be tougher to have an honest conversation. Yeah. And what I love about that is it kind of changes the frame, your mindset as a parent, because I think when you think, oh my goodness, does my child have like a mental health issue? that can be anxiety inducing for a parent. And so, like you said, I've been one of those people that you're like Googling and you're like, oh my gosh, like what's happening with like health issues? Like we have all the diseases, everyone. Um, (laughs) But if you shift your focus to what you are saying, when you're just asking the child, like, how are you feeling? Like, oh, how was that experience to you? It kind of makes it more about the relationship more personal and and whatever the issue is, you're going through it together. Mm. You're going through it in a way that, um, I loved what you said at at the end of the last question. It's not always like it's a problem. Like there's something so terrible. It's more, it it can be difficult, but it could also be, how can we, um, adjust things for you? Because this is how you are, you know, sensor sensing the world and, and just navigating that together. We have two mottos, and I've shared them before um, when I um, have spoken before, but we we wholeheartedly hold it onto in our family, and we say, one, different isn't effective. Mm-hmm. And so just because, um, you know, maybe you're different, maybe you have, you're struggling with a mental health, it doesn't mean that you're broken. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, I just, I recently got a shirt that said, um, even colored crayons, color, you know, broken color, broken crayons can still color. Mm-hmm. And so the reality is, is it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with right. us. We're just different. And then the other mm-hmm. one we say is our weakness is our witness. And so my son knows that the things that he struggles with, one is his testimony and two, he can use it for God's glory. And so he's been able to, um, you know, be able to understand students I could never understand, mm. but I'm able to at least use that is like, oh, I get it. I, you know, I've walked beside someone going through this, but mm-hmm. at the same time, he can relate to people I can never relate to. Right. And so I am, um, you know, it's just neat. And so we hold on to those as well. And so that it really is, like I said, he's my hero. And, um, because he, mm. you know, we can do mental health well if we have those open line of conversations. Yeah. yeah. Um, great. Before we wrap up for this episode, again, we're, we're stretching. There's just so much to talk about, yeah. which is why we're stretching this over three episodes. Yep. Um, otherwise, it would be one very long, 90 very minute, big 90 one, minute yeah. episode. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna spread it up, uh, spread it out. But you, you referred to a few tools and resources, Amy, earlier. But can you just rattle off a few? If a parent's saying, okay, I just need some tools. I need some resources. What do I read? What's, what's, what's the best book to start? Where's a good website? 
I know we're going to talk about that at a later time. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I think there's a lot of good resources. Um, I could, I could go on and on. Um, I have to, um, say the one thing is we have a really good wealth of, of like kind of like resource tools here at Saddleback that anyone can reach out into. Um, you probably have to go through me. So anyone can um, email me at mm -hmm. um, Amy K. So A M Y K at Saddleback.com. And we have um, videos um, and we'll talk about it again in a, a later podcast. We have videos that we've created on a multitude of um, mental health mm. diagnoses and also some tough stuff yeah. like trauma and grief and mm -hmm. some other things. And then we also have um, a list of um, resources um, also that we hand out. And it has books. It has magazine articles. It has websites. And it has videos yeah. that we recommend um, awesome. when going through those yeah. things. So, well, so I'm glad we're going to mention it probably in all three episodes because there, there might be people who missed one of these episodes yeah. and we just want to make sure that they, they got some places. So if we, if you email Amy at Amy K at saddleback.com, by the way, she's done, these things are awesome. It, she's done like a whole bunch of two to three minute, four minute, um, episodes on, on different as, situations. As has Kurt. Kurt's at, done a few as well. Oh, you might find Kurt there that, too. <laughs> that, that Amy wrote for me. To read. <laughs> Amy didn't want to be the face of all of them, so she wrote a script. They, they turned on the, the camera, revealed. and I read the script. So, well, Amy is Amy, the mastermind, basically. Any, anybody who knows me would watch these videos and go, Kurt doesn't know <laughs> He doesn't know that stuff. Who wrote that like, for He Kurt? sounds so wise. Amy, Amy <laughs> anyway, Amy, thanks so much for joining us for this kind of introductory episode on the topic, a really serious, important topic that we're really mm -hmm. honored that you would lend some wisdom and insight into. Parents, thanks for joining us. We hope you will listen to the next two episodes, share it with a friend. As always, you can watch other episodes right here. You can subscribe right here. <laughs> And we will see you next time around. See you soon, everybody. Thanks, Producer James. Thanks. Yay, Thanks. Producer James in the house. <laughs>